0: Oh, yeah. Back from the break. It is the Billy Hour. You're watching 10 Drink Minimum. It is the last party of the weekend. And we're here. Let me bring in Smiley and Holly Ann. Oh, Holly Ann, you're muted. I can't unmute you, I think. Mike isn't connected, it says for Holly Ann.
1: Oh, I figured it out. Okay. Hello.
0: Yeah, you guys are sitting in the dark, man. What's going on out there?
1: Yeah, the sun went down. You can't use yeah.
0: natural light. You got to use artificial light, you know? This is well, the... I'm using... Huh?
1: I'm now using artificial oh, light.
0: Okay. Actually, James looks like... His looks like... He looks like he's taking some sort of glamour shots. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I
2: like my lighting.
0: Yeah. What are you using for lighting there?
2: I am using two um drafting lamps actually with oh. different wattage of bulbs.
0: What are you using, Hollyah?
1: I'm using a little ring light.
0: Okay. I was wondering, I was like so, I was like, should mm-hmm. we get you a ring light? Yeah. But I have I have a it ring has- light. I have two different lights.
1: It has different settings, and I'm still trying to figure it out. So for
0: everyone out there in the world that's wondering how you do video and live stream, lighting is everything. It is. It is <laughs> everything. Yeah, you know, GoPro cameras doesn't hurt, but you know, <laughs> fancy <laughs> the fanciness. Uh, so also, yeah, go ahead.
1: I also got. Oh, sorry. I also got like a new device that yeah. i'm using mm-hmm. and so that's been an adjustment
0: today. yeah how do you <laughs> feel about it how do you feel about the, the the using it
1: i like it a lot better do you i'm able okay. to use my earbuds okay yeah um i think once i figure it out a mm-hmm. uh, little bit more it'll yeah. be better so hopefully next week will go more smoothly yeah
0: i think it's you aren't yeah. on- It didn't go out during the show. It went out prior to the show, but it didn't go out during the show.
1: Yeah, well, and the the problem wasn't with the device. Uh, My Wi-Fi literally went out for our whole house.
0: Yay! Fucking internet, man. Son (laughs) of a bitch. Uh, For you guys just tuning in, this is the uh, Billy Hour, the Wavy Hour. This is where we just fucking have fun. This is good times we chit chat about whatever we want to and if you want to ask us questions feel free we don't care you just miss joe anderson it was weird because i didn't want to He, i've been working with joe all week to try to promote this and <laughs> it's like walking it's like trying to jog through a sandy beach you know oh, uh-huh. love joe but he... i'm like so what would you like to be called you know what what would you like your title to be and then he writes back. That's a good question. <laughs> <You're> like, okay, <laughs> music promoter, uh, leader of the Joe Anderson Empire, you know. And uh, I love him, but he, yeah. uh, he's a he, you know he's he's not the most social guy, which is you know, and, and that that's fine. That's totally fine. And and he's for me, he's always been this enigma. And I should have brought this mm. up, but I didn't want to make him feel uncomfortable. But I always like whenever. Uh, I You know, hang we hang out with a lot of musicians. And yeah. you'd, you'd always hear his name, Joe Anderson. Like, oh, well, you know, Joe, you know, got to talk to Joe, got to talk to Joe. So I had in my mind of what I thought Joe Anderson looked like. And what yeah. I thought was like a short, like stout guy who wears a suit all the time, you know, balding, kind of yeah. sleazy. Because he's a music promoter. I always thought like, you know, you think of the movies. And then I, I meet him for the first time. And he's like, tall, cargo shorts, t-shirt, baseball cap. That's like Joe's uniform, you know, and totally mm-hmm. the opposite. Like, mm-hmm. like beard. Yeah, they're like kind of yeah. Uh
1: Have Have I ever told you guys the story of my first meeting of Joe Anderson? No,
0: you should have told him. Unless it's gonna, it would freak him out.
1: Well, <laughs> I just, I get, I got nervous. Uh-huh. Um. But about eleven years ago, mm-hmm. I worked at Sunshine Theater.
0: Oh, okay. That's <laughs> funny that he didn't recognize you.
1: The, <laughs> I worked at the snack. Okay. Thing. Yeah. Right. And like where you put your coat at, kind was, of
0: in the opening.
1: Yeah. Okay. And I didn't work there for long because I got another job opportunity. But my first event. My manager said, you know, people are going to ask you uh-huh. for energy drinks and all this stuff. Don't give it to them unless, you know, you've talked to me first.
0: Okay. Like so for like for was, free?
1: Yeah. Oh, like okay. he was saying there there are people that will try to come and get stuff for free from you, blah blah blah. Uh-huh. So, there was a guy who was sweeping uh-huh. in the lobby and he came up and asked me for something. I don't remember what it was now. And I said, well, um, you're going to have to ask Sam because I don't know who you are. It <laughs> um, <That> was Joe. <laughs> and Sam walked up to me and he was like, hey, do you know who that is? And I said, no, I don't. And he said, that's Joe Anderson. <laughs> and the next time he asks for something, he can have anything he wants. <laughs> um, he owns this. And I was so... <laughs> Embarrassed, you were doing your and, job, though. Uh,
0: I, I, I bet, I bet Joe respected And that. I went
1: up to him. Oh, yeah, I went up to him. I was like, I'm so sorry, like, I'm so embarrassed. He said, No, you're doing your job. Yeah, I didn't know who I was. It's fine, but uh, so clearly, Joe was not at all what I thought he looked like.
0: <laughs> no, and that's the crazy thing about Joe. It's like he's this guy. I mean, he, you know, I, I didn't, I in order not to like because, like, I knew he was gonna be nervous so I didn't want to try to like make it worse so for people who are out there who who (laughs) listen to the first hour and I'm going to break it apart I'm going to make this actually two episodes I'm going to break it apart because I feel like that's a standalone episode and there's going to be a lot of people who want to listen to that episode so a lot of people don't know this Joe runs the Sunshine Theater uh, Mm -hmm. the Moonlight Lounge Bar Uno Mm -hmm. Launchpad Inside Out, the El Rey Theater, the El Rey Liquor Store, and Founders Speakeasy. Now, he doesn't run all of those by himself. Mm -hmm. um, Like, Inside Out, Founders, El Rey, he has partners. But he has his hand in those.
1: Yeah.
0: So, downtown, the only music venue that he does not have his hand in is Sister Bar. Like, he is the... And that's it. He's the man when it comes to downtown. He books at yeah. all and the crazy and
1: he is the nicest person uh,
0: to me i've never nice had boss. bad you know i you know i've never had anything bad i i'll never say anything bad about him and i've seen joe like the first time so i met him and i've known him for a little bit and then they used to he used to have a venue called low spirits and it was like north on second street past i-40 over by the my favorite whataburger and mm-hmm. one time i drank What's that, James? I so said the good water Burger. The Goodwater Burger, straight up. Went there today. <laughs> so anyway, I went to Low Spirits one night, and I got drunk, and someone gave me a ride home. And so then I got a ride the next day back to get my car, which was like 9 or 10 in the morning. So I go to pick up my car, and there's Joe pulling weeds in the parking lot and cleaning up, doing the, you know. and I, And to me... It's like, wow, the guy who's like the owner is out here doing this. And then someone was like, yeah, because he's too cheap to pay someone. And I'm like, yeah, because like he has a family to feed and he has uh, bills to, you know, people to pay, you know. And it always astounds me how quick people are to jump on someone and be like, oh, that guy's just cheap. No, maybe they don't want to pay that because they don't have it, you know, or. They have the time, and they're like, you know what? This is something I own, and I'm proud of it. I want to actually take the time to do it. I've seen him mopping floors. I've seen him sweeping floors. I've seen him tending bar. You know, He jumps in and helps. And for me, whenever I worked at places, if the owner jumped in and helped, I was— And I'll
1: tell you, after years of working—
0: Oh, sorry. Mm -mm. Go ahead. Go for it. After years of working what? Holly,
1: <laughs> oh, I was just saying, you'd be hard pressed to find a bar owner, yeah, that would do anything. Hello?
0: No. Yeah, we can hear you. Hello, we can hear you. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's dropped out. Oh, we lost her. All right. I don't know. Technical difficulties here at the Tendering Minimum uh, Studios. Not in the studio right. with our remotes, but I mean, you've been around a long time, James. I mean, I'm sure you've seen Joe do stuff like that.
2: Are you kidding? Uh, he helped us out with our booking when uh, me and my brother opened up our venue in Knob Hill.
0: Tell people about that. You had a bar in Knob Hill. Carlos oh. on the Hill. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: uh, my brother opened it up. I was a backer. Mm-hmm. Uh, we worked as management down there. Because what we wanted was to have, you know, a little bit of downtown up here. Yeah. And
0: Those are bold dreams.
2: So, like we learned, we learned a lot of stuff from the alibi, Yeah. Uh, on booking an advertisement. And then well, um, we, we got in contact with Joe Anderson who like we knew from on the scene. Yeah. And he let us know like, well, we want to book some shows. And we, he was a person to, to like go through basically. He's like,
0: did he help you book them? Cause I mean, that kind of took him like, I mean, that's, that made that, that was pretty much competition for him.
2: Well, oh, no, he's let us know what shows he didn't have spaces for.
0: That's great. That's amazing. Because
2: there's a lot. We had a lot of local bands that just wanted a place to play, and he's yeah. like, "Well, I don't have any place for them."
0: Huh. Are you I'm are you there, happy. Holly? Are you back?
1: I am back. Can okay. you hear me?
0: Yeah, we could hear you before. Every time we can hear you, you just can't hear us. It's weird.
1: Oh, I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah, it's really weird. Okay, sorry, guys.
0: That's okay. But uh, James is talking about how he had Harlow's on the Hill, and Joe actually would give them bookings for bands he didn't have rooms for. Yeah. So wow. Yeah. We'd
1: be
2: like, well, uh, we have we have a friend who wants to do <sighs> a show here, but we need like openers. It's like, is there someone that asked you that you don't have space for? So if we gave him a call, would be be totally grateful.
0: Oh he wow! Yeah. Just, like,
2: you could give us a list. It's like, yeah, here's some newer bands I don't I just don't have a place for.
0: Wow. I think in like I was you know we touched on this in the first hour of the Joe Anderson interview. Um, I really think that once everything is full throttle back, I think the music scene is actually going to be stronger than ever because people are just going to be like wanting to go out, you know, and uh, a band's playing live. Sweet, I think it is. I mean, I can't imagine everything. Okay, everything that we're looking at right now, people are going crazy to go out right now. If there's an event. And mm-hmm. it's allowed. People are there quickly, like they're selling out you shit gotta, quickly.
2: You got to buy those uh, drive-in theater tickets early.
0: Yeah. I don't know. That, that to me, like, you know, we were talking about this, Holly, drive-in theater mm-hmm. comedy shows. And you think it's a good idea, right? Like, you think it's – I mean, I think it's the best idea right now for comedy. Can you hear us? <laughs> I think it's... Yeah. Oh. Uh,
1: I think it's... Um, I don't know. I I have mixed feelings on them right now. Yeah. I think if people stay in their cars, I think it's a great idea. Um, but I've also been seeing stand-up comedians, like large touring stand-up comedians, are now performing like tours yeah. at drive-in theaters. And that's kind of cool.
0: I saw Jim Gaffigan totally is one of them Mm -hmm.
1: and he seems cummings is doing it
0: oh really because like jim gaffigan's kind of perfect for it he's kind of the poster Mm -hmm. child i think because like you know his audience i feel like is people in their late 30s to 50 and Mm -hmm. you know those people have money and you know to sit in a car and not have to stand up the whole time you know right that's a thing I mean that's a weird thing that's starting to happen it's like you know I'm you know i'm forty five and yeah you know if 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 I see a show and it's in a theater I'm like ooh <laughs> there's a chair right yeah you know, I'm excited about it right. you know I mean i'll you know I'll put my 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 chucks on with the uh, with the special you know james inspired uh inserts in and I'll go stand at a live show for a while but I mean it's oh, a tough yeah. deal after a bit when you're older, you know? Well, and,
1: and if you think about it, like stand-up comedy, like you're not dancing around. No. So you would just be standing there. Yeah. I don't know. But um, it, but it's still, it's yeah, still Whit- tough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Whitney Cummings actually posted a story yesterday that made me feel so much better because I'm about to do my first show. By the time I do the show in Greeley... I will have not done comedy in nine months and I am shitting a chicken about it. Yeah. And to see Whitney Cummings who, you know, she's had a number of Netflix specials, a number of HBO specials and a, t- she a TV show. Yeah. And yeah. she literally posted that she was freaking out and she was like, Oh, so I'm supposed to just stand in front of hundreds of people and talk that what a scary career I have chosen. Uh, so that felt good because yeah. yeah. I'm already nervous for a month from now. Yeah. so
0: and you know, it's interesting like how that works because like first of all, you know, for stand-up comedy, it's not a it's not a you know, I've never done it, but i've I've you know I, I listened to a lot of interviews. I just recently listened <laughs> to Marsha Warfield with Mark uh, Marin. and at the age of mm-hmm. sixty, she went back on the road again. Uh, after Oof. after 20 something years and stand up and you know first of all just imagine how much it's changed since 20 years ago oh and
1: that gives me my skin is crawling right that gives me anxiety so
0: <laughs> it's like anything if you don't do it a lot the 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 tool uh dulls yeah right and when you haven't done stand up like you have to do you know from from watching you from being around you uh, the more you do it the better you are yeah and i mean and i don't mean like you do it like you know 20 times in a month and then you take 6 months off and you come back and do it you have to constantly yeah. keep it going to keep that muscle it's like it's like working out you have to constantly mm-hmm. work out to keep that muscle in 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 shape so I mean, yes. How are you? How are you going into this show like not in shape, or you know, is that is I, that? A...
1: I am terrified. Like I wish I could say that I'm I'm super confident, but I am terrified. Um, you know that I don't know what the crowd is going to think right. is funny. Um. I have not practiced any of my new material, so I might have to do like old material you know older material. Um, mm-hmm. and I haven't done that. So I haven't done comedy in what eight months now. Right, I'm, right. I don't know. I'm scared. Yeah. but I know I can do it. I know I know it'll be okay, but who, if, if I said I wasn't nervous, I'd be lying. Yeah. I'm terrified. Sure. I'm terrified
0: i agree yeah uh question is here's here's this will make you feel better though i think so uh let me turn it off um here's what i think so okay before all of covid we had a lot of options we had a lot of things we could go do we could you know go to open mics we could go to you know a show on a tuesday at the launchpad uh it's a school night right. um, we could go to you know a big concert that's at the pope joy we could go to a show at pope joy we could go to the movie theater we could go to uh, you know whatever it was all there we don't have that no more we have netflix amazon prime apple tv that's it that's what we have then we have what are, you know if you live with someone how they're entertaining you, that's it. I I'm not saying the bar is lower. I'm just seeing saying that people <laughs> are like, they're like, you know. They're just like fuck, man. I you know I took that for granted, you know. Like
2: I've been doing a lot of school work.
0: Right, I mean, open mic comedy is definitely one of the lower you know, entertainment things that, that happens. You're seeing people do things. You're you're seeing amateurs and pros and the amateurs are trying the best they can. The pros are trying out new material. So when you go see it, it's kind of a hit or miss could, could get you some giggles, but man, I would go to an open mic comedy show right now in a heartbeat. That's what I'm saying. So that's why, oh, like, you know, we're, yeah, talk, you. we're talking about, you know, I'll go watch someone play their guitar at a, at a coffee shop for an hour, you know, that I don't know, <laughs> you know, that's a big thing. It's like, fuck, man. Just couldn't. <laughs> yeah. Like the art walk yesterday or Friday. So Albuquerque, I mean, most cities, if you live in a major city, yeah, the first, first Friday, Friday and, and I've had to explain this to a lot of fucking people, I didn't know this was not a common thing. So in most major cities, and I know for a fact, because I went to this one. I go to this one here all the time. I went to the one in Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, I've looked up other cities. Most major cities, the first Friday of the month, there's a major art walk somewhere. And the Albuquerque yeah. one was was pretty neat, you know, and before the pandemic. Now they've they've moved everyone outside, so it's an outdoor comedy, uh, not comedy, outdoor art thing. It's kind of a mishmash of like art and um, retail stuff. Does that make sense, dude? There was yeah. I bet there was a well, thousand people downtown yet Friday.
2: All the markets in what? town, like everything that we would. Yeah,
0: go there go was a watch. a band playing on top of the launch pad. There was a DJ on top of OT Circus. There was a guy singing next to Safe House with PA. And I saw
1: there were pole dancers pole Dance. as well.
0: I didn't see that. But was that in the in the the back area?
1: Yeah, on the patio.
0: Oh, okay, cuz I was like I did not see that part. Um, I'm just saying, I think people are frothing at the mouth for something to do. You know, so I think when you go to Greeley, Colorado, I don't even know where the fuck Greeley, Colorado is, you'll probably have a pretty good crowd, and they'll probably be pretty accepting that they're just getting entertainment that's not one of their family members or something on TV.
1: Yeah. Well, and I heard also socially distanced, it's 150 people really be in this venue.
0: Okay. That's allowed there, huh?
1: Well, it's a big enough venue that okay. six feet apart, 150
0: people. Well, I mean, what I'm saying is, like, in Colorado, they can have over 100 people in a venue. Because here, oh. I don't think we can. I think yeah. that's a law. Which I'm really bummed about, because I really feel like we missed out on real good inside-out weather. Yes. Yeah. It's a bummer. What is
1: it? I uh- inside
0: yeah, I was going to say what is it you guys are missing right now? Like the thing that you want to do that's not you're not able to. What is the biggest thing?
1: Uh for me it's comedy, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. Or going to concerts.
0: Or going to concerts.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's work.
0: Yeah. Work? You you you're missing work. Yeah. yeah. We're talking about work, James. I'm just kidding.
2: I love being at work.
0: Yeah, but you're an, you know, you're a principal extra. Can you explain like what that means to people?
2: Um, well, it means that I'm probably going to have screen time. What's that? It, it? it means that I'll probably have screen time. Okay. And that I can't just wander around in the background. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Have to, they have to make sure that I'm like like oh my I, need you huh. I don't know it just means I can work more
0: means you're gonna work more so basically uh, um, Principal Extra you're more like in the close up background
2: uh, yes yeah they'll need me for continuity or maybe I have like a name that's set on the screen but I don't have a
0: yeah Interesting. And you already got contacted, you said, by people that are saying that they're about to go back to work. Yeah.
2: Uh, all the unions you- to uh, what's safe, or their. Yeah.
0: Do you think we're going to start seeing like movies and TV shows where people are wearing masks? Or is that just stupid? Yes. You think we will?
2: If they're doing anything.
0: Yeah. What are you guys watching on, on TV right now? What's what's the big binge worthy thing you're watching right now? Shits Creek. Shits uh, Creek. What are
1: we binge?
0: Never heard of it. Just kidding. <laughs> Fucking one that thing like destroyed the Emmys. Like it broke the Emmys, right? I didn't even know Dan Levy was the yes. the creator of that show.
2: Him and his dad.
0: No, it was him. What is his dad? It was well, it him and a, it was him and another guy, yeah. Seriously. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "What?" Mm-hmm. Like, I that that kind of blew my mind, and that kind of blew my mind totally. Um, yeah, because the the sixth season dropped out of nowhere, like Friday.
2: Yeah, it was supposed to be like another month.
0: Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it came out. So I started watching this show on Amazon Prime, started and finished this weekend called Utopia. And it's it's an adapt- adaptation from a British show. and you know like anything else like everybody's like, oh, the British show is so much better. but uh, the Utopia on prime, it has John Cusack in it and Rain Wilson. and I barreled through it. It's fantastic. It's like thriller. It's a like it's a thriller you need to watch that. with lots of twists, um, conspiracy theory. Now, the big thing is is they had to postpone it because it's it's like they they had already filmed it and it's about a a virus that gets put out, you know, or about viruses that could destroy the world. <laughs> so they had to they had to postpone it, but uh, it's it's pretty fantastic and the, and there's a lot of violence, and but it's. It the villains in this are super scary to me, you know. So I, I definitely I'm have to check that out. Two thumbs up, a Utopia. I don't know anybody else who's watched it, so I'm like freaking. I'm like, I want to <laughs> talk about it. I'm like, Rrr. but it definitely plays off of like comic book culture because uh, the premises is, is like these these comic book nerds there's a popular comic uh, book called dystopia and they start like a a group of them start finding that there's like hidden symbols and meanings within the comic book that leads to the end of the world and then they find out that there's a new manuscript for the sequel called utopia utopia then they find it and you know or they're trying to find it to unravel how to stop the end of the world and it's kind of interesting. I, I loved it. I thought it was great. I liked it. That
1: sounds it. really good. I
0: liked it, and I love John. John Cusack is amazing in it. And they they ask this one phrase, and it's and I feel like it's you know, it's one of those like things from a show that people are like. Oh, or they they at least mean it to be that. And it's like, let me let me let me get it right though. Um. Okay, so the phrase that they say constantly is what have you done today to earn your place in this crowded world and and it's like you know it it, it you know and it, it's like and it's like the father he's asking like his family members like the children you know what have you done today to earn your place in this crowded world and and it seems like super like innocent and as the show goes on it's like just fucking not at all <laughs> you know it's like oh my god it goes it goes from like oh i helped a kid at school today who didn't have uh food you know they didn't have enough lunch so i gave them some of my lunch and he's like good for you to uh i murdered the three people that were going to try to uh blow the whistle on us and they're like oh good (laughs) you're just like oh my god (laughs) yeah it's like huh interesting so yeah definitely check it out i i thought it was fantastic it was really good.
1: I need to check that out. That sounds so good. Yeah.
0: If you have Amazon Prime, I mean that's that's the big one. What is the so that's a big question, because like what what is what is the streaming site you wish you had? Uh, that you don't have.
1: I feel like I have all of them.
0: Do you? You have Prime?
1: Because I have, I have Prime. Mhm. I have Hulu. Okay. I have Netflix.
0: Mhm.
1: I have this thing called Fubo.
0: Oh, for sports.
1: Um, it's sports, but it also has all Porn- the cable channels.
0: So. Oh, I thought you were gonna say pornography. It has all the oh. cable channels on it.
1: Yeah. So I have ID, Lifetime, all the murder channels.
0: Oh, oh, cable, cable, not like HBO and all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Do you have uh, Apple TV? Huh?
2: I think I'm just missing it.
1: Uh, I don't have Apple TV.
0: Do you have Apple TV, James? No, I don't. It's kind of a letdown. Why is it a good reason? There is none. I couldn't tell you one. I got it because I, I bought a new iPad and they gave it to me free for a year. I mean, it's only five dollars, but like, even if you bought it for five dollars, I don't know if you know. You can kind of almost watch everything that's on it in a week and then cancel it. The Beastie Boy documentary is absolutely amazing. There's a TV show called Ted Lasso, where uh, what is his name? Jason Sudeikis plays an American football coach that gets hired to coach an English football team as a not as a joke, mm. but as like a, and it's very good. Um, other than that, I guess there's a show with Steve Carell and uh, Jennifer Aniston where they're daytime talk show hosts. I haven't watched that yet. But then there's really not much else. There's the uh, Jason Momoa one where they're all blind. I haven't watched that yet. Oh. But there's there's really nothing else. It's pretty bare bones. I'm like I was kind of shocked at how little it had. Um. I you know like if it, if when the subscription comes up if they don't if they don't really fucking up the game I I would just delete it, you
2: know. I'm getting yeah. more fun than CW.
0: CW has their own streaming channel now.
2: Oh no, it's free.
0: Oh. Hmm. It's free. Yeah, that's a good one. I should... I
2: did not know that.
0: I need to catch up on the Flash, but um.
2: Stargirl was amazing.
0: I don't know what that is.
2: It's their the newest. Uh...
0: Superhero CW. Superhero one Yeah I've heard good things About the, uh, the The Archie series The Riverdale
1: Oh Riverdale
0: Yeah I don't know if it's good or not But I've heard good things I like it I, I don't know
2: You haven't seen it
0: I have not But I heard good things So we'll see
2: But If you're looking for like Comic book goodness mm-hmm. CW is the best of that.
0: And it's And it's got its own Streaming thing I'm not not understanding where you're... Like, is it a free streaming site?
2: You get to see the people app.
0: Oh. Oh, I I have a fucking gripe right here. So, HBO now has this thing called HBO Max, right? And it's like HBO shows, HBO shows, HBO movies. It's like basically HBO, all their, their stuff... And then they added like extra stuff like they have friends and they have like all these TV shows and like whatever. Right? So I was paying for HBO, which is $14.99 a month. And I looked at it and it was like HBO regular is $14.99 a month. HBO Go or HBO Max is $14.99 a month. So basically I'm paying for the one that was just basically HBO – when I could be paying for the one that's HBO with all the extra stuff for the same price. Really? So, so I cancel the regular HBO, right? Mm-hmm. Holly, are you, you able to hear us still?
1: Yeah, I can hear you.
0: Okay. So I cancel the regular HBO. I sign up for HBO Max. And because I'm a new subscriber, I get $2 off for a year. So now I'm getting regular HBO and the extra stuff for $2 less I'm happy Mm
1: -hmm.
0: turn on my TV turn on my TV like I download the app on my iPad I download the app on my phone uh, sign in on my computer can watch all the stuff cool go to my smart TV go to download the HBO Max app
2: it doesn't have one
0: Roku doesn't have one what kind of shit is that? It's, it's like bullshit. It's like HBO. Get your HBO. You're the OG cable channel. Get your shit together. How the fuck? And so now I have HBO Max on everything that I own, and then regular HBO on my TV. Like I can't watch any of the special stuff on there. Weird as fuck, right? Okay. Is it, what is that? <clears throat> What's that, James? I have to, I
2: have to Chromecast on the the uh, yeah. smart TV in the living room. HBO Max? Yeah, because yeah. the apps on my phone, yeah. but not
0: on TV. Yeah, because they don't have it. What the fuck is that shit? It's like, okay, it's only $15 a month. It's dumb. You know, which at this point, like the other day, I was just sitting there and I was like, I should just get fucking cable TV and delete all this. <laughs> As much money as I'm paying now. You know? Are we back to cable TV now? Like, we're back to that price, right? But I can't watch the Cubs game because I don't have local channels.
2: I am still... You need to get the Fubo.
0: Yeah. Sorry. How much is the Fubo? I know uh, how much... The it
1: package is. we have without HBO. mm mm-hmm. And stuff like that. It's like 60 bucks.
0: For Fubo? Oh well, I have sling. Mm-hmm. I have sling TV. But,
1: but we get all the sports channels. Mm-hmm. Well, with Jason soccer games.
0: That that still wouldn't matter because, like, I was gonna watch the Cubs game and it was on ABC. Yeah, we
1: have that on there too.
0: ABC is on there. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's I know what it costs. It costs an HBO Max subscription. <laughs> If you get my drift here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I get
1: your drift. And we'll That's talk what it, costs. About it. That's what it costs.
0: Because I already pay like 50 bucks a month for Sling TV. Maybe I should switch over to Fubo. Mm-hmm.
1: And I do want to watch a documentary on HBO.
0: Mm-hmm. Which documentary?
1: Uh, the Bow.
0: I don't know what that is. I'm also watching The Outsider. Have you seen that on HBO? It's about cults. Oh, well. Have you watched The Outsider, the Stephen King miniseries that's on HBO? Jason Bateman. It's pretty, pretty eerie, pretty awesome. It's Stephen King. You know, it's good Stephen King. You know, you're like, ooh, like Mm -hmm. slow. James doesn't like Stephen King. Mm.
1: That sounds so good.
0: You don't like Stephen King, James? No. Oh. Shawshank Redemption, Green Mile. You didn't like those? Uh, Trash. How I loved him, I
2: totally well, loved him as well,
0: movie Well yeah, that's yeah, those, what's that?
2: Have you ever read
0: oh. Read Stephen King? Yeah. Yeah. I've actually read if you ask me what writer I've read more of than any, it's Stephen King. Yeah. Same. Like I like have you seen for, okay. Did you guys remember did you ever watch the old uh, miniseries The Stand? Back in the day? Yes, you did. Have you seen the the previews for the new one, or who's going to be in the no, new no? I one? haven't. Or who's going to be in the new one? Let me pull this up here. Mm-mm. James doesn't care. He's like, I don't know nothing about this. Uh, let me see.
2: Good recommendations from
1: Stephen King.
0: Yeah, the stand is amazing. the The, the Gunslinger series is amazing. Uh, here we go. So, this is The Stand 2020. I'm just going to do some of the highlights of this. So, the original movie, this, or the TV show, The Stand, the, the miniseries, had uh, Gary Sinise, uh, Rob Lowe, um, fuck, I'm trying to remember who else. Uh, Molly Ringwald was in the original.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, in the new one, um, you've got James Marsden. Um, Whoopi Goldberg is going to be Mother Abigail. Uh let's see here. Who else? I was trying to see not a lot of like it's a lot of those people that you see nowadays but you just don't know who they are. You know what I mean? But those are like the mm-hmm. big ones. James Marsden, you know, you know Cyclops as Stu Redman. Um Amber Heard as Nadine Cross, which you know Nadine was like the she was the evil woman, I believe, right? I think so. Yeah, the girl from Just Shoot Me was the was the one from the original. Uh, I want to know who's playing um Nick Andros. Henry, Henry Zaga cuz that character doesn't talk. He's you remember he just like kind of does sign language the whole time. That was Rob like oh, Rob yeah. like who was like let's 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 uh bring Rob Lowe in and then he's not going to talk. <laughs> you know. But if you if you've ever seen The Stand, I'm pretty excited for it to come out. But we'll see. So you don't like any of the? I'm you,
1: excited too.
0: So James, you read Stephen King? You just don't like any of his books?
2: Um, I'm not a big fan of any style.
0: Nah. Well, uh, there's a
2: his his the way he constructs and um, the way he constructs like the actual
0: um suspense. Yeah,
2: is great. But then there's like, usually like twenty inches
0: of nothing. Yeah, that you don't need to have there. I always feel like I always feel like he has like he he can build up a story, then the you know and like you you get scared and you're like man this is like riveting, and then his 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 finish is always you know lackluster or a letdown. You know it to me was a super letdown. Like, I remember watching that, and I was, like, as a kid, and I was, like, every day we'd go to school and be, like, oh, my God, did you watch it last night? It was so scary. And then at the end, it's, like, it's a spider. Spoiler alert. It's a spider? A large spider. Hmm. You know. Mm -hmm. And I've read a lot of his books, and I find that that to be the case as well. But, I mean, for me, his best work is, is actually not the horror stuff. It's the... You know the lighter stuff. I always love his, like Shawshank Redemption and Green Mile. That's his lighter stuff. You know, I feel like those are some of his better his better work. So I don't know, but uh, the outsider we're watching it now, and it's it's pretty. I mean, I hope the ending isn't like I'm gonna be like mm, if the ending sucks, because I'm watching it with my with my <laughs> with my uh, lady friend, and we only watch like two at a time, and we're almost done, but. I hope it's not a letdown. Well, yeah. What's
1: that show? I hate shows that end for the letdown.
0: What's that, James?
2: Oh, uh, the show on Hulu. On Hulu? That's on, oh, so based on,
0: what was that? Uh, his, uh, the Stephen like, King on show share. on Hulu. It's the one where, is that the one where he's like, uh, oh, it's a Castle Rock? No.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just based off of his like stories.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, characters from his different stories, right? Well, which is weird because if you ever read the book *Needful Things*, not the movie, but the book *Needful mm-hmm. Things*, it's actually one of those like greatest hits things where he hits upon several of his like former characters. They like show up in *Needful Things*, so it's kind of interesting. I always like that movie *The Dark Half* too. You know, where the, oh,
1: that's a good one. Which
0: is like based off of him, where he has like his good half and he has his bad half, you know, and they split and become two different people, and the 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 bad one kills people. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, I always loved that movie, and it had Timothy Hutton, in it, and I always liked him. I don't know. I was one of those fans. Who knows? But uh, I think The Outsiders so far has been great. I hope nobody ruins it for me, and I hope. I hope it ends well. But I'm just like worried. I that need to
1: watch that one still.
0: We're, I just want to know like how many TV shows and movies that they have in the can that like we just can, you know, like people are like, oh, the movie industry's going back to work. And I'm like, uh, they kind of, you know, if they can, they should, you know, because yeah. like we're running out of shit here, man. We kind of need for. it. And James wants to be in it. That's funny. I, I was talking about that show Ted Lasso, and I just got a commercial for it on my on my Facebook. Thanks, scary Facebook listener. Um, oh, here we go. I'm looking at the Albuquerque Reddit things you see in New Mexico. Someone has a license plate on their Jeep, and it says "Blonde" and it's upside down. Huh? Do you ever go on like the Albuquerque Reddit page? Mm-hmm. And I go, hmm. Interesting. These people. I
1: also like to go on the Rio Rancho Crime Watch.
0: Oh, really? What's that like?
1: uh, It's a lot of people complaining about coyotes.
0: (laughs) You do see, like, Uh, I was shocked at how many coyotes you see in town here, and skunks, and skunks.
1: Yes, we have a skunk in our backyard right now.
0: Oh, raccoons as well.
1: I love raccoons. Well,
0: I had a buddy that lives down our friend, you know, who lives over by the river. Raccoons got into his chicken coop and killed all of the babies but one.
1: Oh.
0: So, love all the raccoons you want, Holly. Murderers.
1: Never mind. I'm
0: kidding.
2: Well, maybe he had a pretty shitty uh, chicken coop.
0: I, I guess. I don't know
2: You gotta know Raccoons are out there
0: Yeah They're gonna come for it I mean they're The raccoons being a raccoon You know I don't know
1: Raccoon's gonna raccoon
0: Raccoon's gonna raccoon <laughs> I went You know So one night It's funny I've told this story before But it cracks me up One night Whenever I lived with Billy And we lived over there By Marble Brewing I was walking home From downtown And I was walking down First First street Right by Marble Right in front of it Literally and I just remember I'm staring at my phone. I'm all hmm 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 hmm, and I hear a noise, and I look up, and like very well lit up area. There's a skunk just tearing into a piece of garbage that it has found, and I'm like, oh. When I stop, and I'm like, oh shit. And the, and the skunk turns and it looks at me, and it's like, you want my garbage? I don't think so. And it just turns and starts running at me. So I turn around oh. and I fucking run. And so I ran back to marble, around marble, down the next block, ran around, and then came back down mountain. So I was telling someone that story and they're like, You ran from a skunk? And I was like, Uh yes. Yeah. Yes, I did. Cause if they blast you at like point blank range, it's awful.
1: Oh it's real bad.
0: You know. Or I could run and be one block over And not have to deal with that bullshit. Like, why would I not have ran? You know? I never understand people. They're just like, why would you have ran? What's that? A skunk? A skunk, right? Yeah. Like they don't have fear. They're like, fuck you. I'm gonna come kick your ass. Like I feel like the animals are nasty. I feel like the animals in Albuquerque have that attitude. Like they're like Albuquerque and they're like, Yeah? What do you want? What are you looking at? You staring at me? (laughs) What are you looking at? They just come at you like fuck I'm gonna come at you I don't give a shit I just feel like they do They're just like fuck it I don't care
2: I was late I had to to go around the block Get a skunk outside
0: Oh man dude If you're not afraid of a skunk you're stupid Cause it's not like they're gonna bite you And like tear you to pieces They're just gonna douse you And it's awful. awful Awful Yeah.
2: I like my clothes And they're killing my clothes. Yeah, you'd have to throw those away. Yeah. Burn them.
0: What are you drinking, James?
2: Kool-Aid and vodka.
0: Oh. All right. Fair enough. (laughs) That's good. I drank too many seltzers last night, and I was very sick this morning.
1: Oh, I have Santa Fe seltzers.
0: Yeah? Yeah.
1: And i drank too much of them last
0: night you're hurting today
1: whoo bad
0: yeah interesting well i feel like we've done our our two hours i don't i don't really feel like i need to do it we need to do anymore it's a rough one i was that was a good interview with joe um if you guys are listening to this it's going to be a separate show than episode than the joe anderson interview so go back and listen to that show if you don't live in Albuquerque, Joe Anderson is like the music promoter of Albuquerque. I mean, he he doesn't, you know, he doesn't run like the big Isleta Amphitheater venue, but I think he could book shows there if he probably wanted to. But he books shows at the the Albuquerque Civic Center, um, Sunshine Theater, Moonlight Moon Moonlight Lounge, um, Launchpad, uh, what's that of the place? Inside Out and El Rey.
1: Sunshine
0: sunshine yeah that's the big one that's his big one i think that's where his offices are i think actually no i think his offices are in launchpad upstairs i don't know was he sitting yeah was he sitting down when we did the interview probably not because they said he doesn't sit down i've heard stories of that so i don't know go back and listen to that but uh, anything you guys want to promote
1: uh, just Greeley, Colorado, November twentieth.
0: Nice, James.
2: Oh, um, hopefully I'll be booked.
0: And you're gonna be on a TV show, oh, yeah. Hollyann. You want to say you're you're gonna be doing comedy because this is gonna be a separate episode. So Greeley, Colorado, oh. you're gonna be doing stand up comedy.
1: Yes, I will be doing stand up comedy in Greeley, Colorado, with Kurt Fletcher. Mm-hmm. And Don
0: Morgan. Nice. And James, you're on uh The Brave, uh Midnight Texas, and hopefully something soon. New. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Um I started helps found a group called the Bells Podcasters Guild. If you are in the Albuquerque area and you would love to start a podcast, uh we have a website, I believe let me see. Um. oh i know i spelled that wrong podcasters guild let me pull it up anyway we have studio place the studio the studio space in the b rupee building and our launch date is going to be november 6th we're going to have a launch party of sorts the best we can with covid19 uh with a food truck at the b ruby building and you guys are all invited uh that week we'll be doing a special show i think it's on a tuesday i'll have more information later i don't know exactly and we're all going to do cross promotion between the shows to kind of promote the whole thing but basically we're starting a studio for people who want to start a podcast, or if you want, if you want a business and you would love for us to podcast for you, we will also do that. So it's going to be awesome. So I'm excited for it. Keep on the lookout for it. And, uh, yeah, but, uh, I hope you guys, uh, thank you guys for doing the show today. Um, I had a lot of fun and, uh, I just want to say, um, thank you guys for listening. And, uh, with that, We are Ten Drink Minimum. Hey, thanks for that. (laughs) Nobody helped me on that one. Thanks guys. Later.
1: Oh, I think my mic went out.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Ten Drink Minimum is a proud member of the Barillas Podcasters Guild.